Welcome to Real Marketing University with David Collins, a podcast series designed exclusively for real estate agents who are ready to level up their practice and become the go-to neighborhood expert. Today's episode is brought to you by the Institute for Luxury Home Marketing, the premier independent training authority for real estate agents working in the luxury residential market. Go to luxuryhomemarketing.com to learn more including how you can earn your CLHMS designation, recognized around the globe as the gold standard in luxury designation. Without further ado, here is your host, David Collins. Hello again, and welcome to Real Marketing University. This is David Collins, president and founder. And today we have the great honor and privilege of interviewing an agent from Palm Springs. Uh, Lucio is just a brilliant agent, 30 years in the business and also a magnificent instructor in the Luxury Institute. And if you don't have your luxury designation, now's a good time to get it. But uh, we got started with Lucio. Good morning, uh, Real Marketing fans, and welcome to Real Marketing University. Today, we have a great pleasure and honor of interviewing an agent out of the desert I've known for a long time, uh, Lucio. Just a brilliant guy. And one of the things that... Um, how I met him was is, is that the Luxury Institute is clearly the place to get your luxury designation. And he's only one of three or four instructors in the world. So obviously, he's very, very qualified. Good morning, Lucio. How are you? Good morning, David. I'm doing pretty yeah, good. good. Yeah, I miss seeing you at convention. I, I think I'm going to see you and Kofi up in Denver and at the Luxury Institute seminar. And uh, Absolutely. I'm just jealous that I'm not in that banter. Like the three of us could make a heck of a scene. <laughs> that, that could be pretty fun. That would be actually a lot of fun. I love the two of you so much. Hey, you know what? Before we jump into this, I want to talk about something that just come up, that's just come to mind. And maybe you can chime in on it a little bit. And then I'm going to backstep a little bit into your history. But, you know, as we start to see the market shifting, I really see this of my 30 years is now the marketing's returning to normal. because. Normal is not put the house on the market and you get 15 offers in two days. That's, That's not normal. So now we're going back to normal. But here's what we're seeing, Lucia. What we're seeing is, is, is that when the market's that crazy, anybody can throw a listing up, right? Because it's not about the marketing geniuses of the really good agents, just about the demand. And as this market goes, returns back to normal, you're going to see three to six month listings. The agents that are the real professionals and those that market themselves really well are going to just climb to the top. It's, it's really going to knock off all of the, I'll call them one-hit wonders. What, what's, what, what's your take on that? No, I think you're absolutely right. So I think that, that as in everything, as a real estate professional, it's about how we communicate, right? I mean, that's such an important part of our, our business. And I think right now that's even more crucial in terms of how we communicate. I've had so many conversations in the last few weeks from both agents and consumers and even past clients about where's the market, what's happening, which is something we get all the time, right? But I think that what's, what's really important right now for us in terms of how we communicate with the consumer and even with other agents around the country is that, you know, we keep talking about the shift, but really it's a return to normalcy. And I think that that's right. how we really need to start communicating with our clients is that we're really kind of really in a normal market now. If we go back three years, this is kind of how it was. And, and that's normal, right? And so when we talk about the shift, it's, I think that the consumer tends to think of a shift uh, differently than what we would. 
And, and I think what the consumer would basically think is that it's crashing when really quite the opposite. It's not. It's, it's very healthy. It's very normal, uh, very consistent. So as we, if we want to emulate the, the, the direction of the market in terms of our marketing, we've got to be consistent even more so now than I think we ever thought so before. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I give you a classic example. My next door neighbor literally uh, listed her house with a lady who is the neighborhood expert in, in our neighborhood. And, and uh, Denise put the house on the market and just expected that, you know, five offers to come in over the weekend and it didn't. And I went to Denise and I said, look, this is an, a, 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 an incredibly great value for this group of sellers on the other side of town. Because it's got acreage, it's, you know, in San Diego, you reach out and touch your neighbor 99% of the time. And they're not McMansion. So you have acreage without a 6,000 square foot house. It's a 3,000, 3,500 square foot house, which is really hard to come by. I said, look, go to Carmel Valley where these people are living on top of each other. The houses are more expensive. They have no privacy. Mm -hmm. And now they're going to get in a gated community. They'll have a whole bunch more facility. And she's like, oh, no, it'll sell. And I'm like, uh. so I think as like you said, you've got to start. Now we're going to have to start targeting our marketing and being um, I say intellectual about it, but but thoughtful. All right, we can we could probably touch on this again and, and talk about it for days. But do me a favor. I I know you well, but for our audience, tell me what you did before you got into real estate and how you got into it. Well, I think the important part about my career is that I was in real estate early on in 1990, I believe, in Seattle, basically the Seattle area, Bellevue, Washington, Bellevue, Kirkland, that area. And um, I was convinced by my sister and her husband to, to join them as a partner in a new real estate concept uh, way back, just right before the internet. And I've always said, I listen, I'm a, 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 ranch, a ranch boy from Southern Arizona that hated living on a ranch. And all I wanted was to have a work in an office, have a desk and a phone. That was like what my vision was. And so working on a ranch was not part of my vision. So really real estate, I knew nothing about. I didn't even know the word real estate until uh, my sister and her husband convinced me to start this, this new career, which I absolutely hated. After a year, I walked away from it, moved to Southern California, and did a few different things trying to discover what was my passion that I wanted to really expose. And I accidentally, uh, really, I say accidentally because a friend of mine uh, really convinced me to get into real estate. And I said, no way, hate it, been there, done that. And he said the magic words. He says, but we have three listings to start with. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll, I'm into that. And that was really the beginning of my real estate career. That's amazing, because we, we parallel our careers so, so tightly. Is I got into the marketing side and out of real estate in 90, just before the internet, because I hated it as well. I absolutely hated it. So it's very interesting. So I, I, I've mentioned that you're with the Luxury Institute. Tell me a little bit about your affiliation with the Luxury Institute. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you, I completely lucked out into this. I call it a gig. It's my side gig. It's part of my passion. What you need to understand about me is that education is a passion of mine. Um, I went to, I started going to, to college because I wanted to be a, a teacher, uh, agricultural teacher, because that's what my brother was. And I, I love that, that idea of teaching education. I thought teaching was the right direction and then quickly discovered it wasn't. And so, so 
teaching is a part of my passion. And I just, I was lucky. I was at the right place at the right time. And um, I used to be at, uh, at Berkshire Hathaway and the, the, the VP of luxury there introduced me to, to Diane, which uh, is, is really the, the heart and soul of the Institute. And it was, it was like kismet. It happened. And we, it was just right for me and and for the institute, I think at the time, and so they they brought me on as one of their one of four um, lead trainers there at the Institute for Luxury Home Marketing. Got it. All right, and I don't I don't want to make this a commercial about the Luxury Institute, but I do believe in it deeply. Um, but so tell just just tell our audience, and you know the elevator pitch is to why it's important. What are the value? What do I get? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna change it up a little bit here because I always say, what's in it for me? You know, in the bottom line, I go take your class, Kofi's, Tammy's. What's in it for me? Sure, I'll tell you. I'll go back 24 years. 24 years ago, when I started my real estate, my true real estate career, I didn't know anything. I I didn't have the the guidance of the basics. You know, in in our in our real estate careers, when we start out, people tell us do this, do that, try this, try that. Like you just kind of pushed into it. You may take some courses or whatever. But at that time, we didn't have the, the fundamentals under one umbrella that I could just latch onto and, and take. So I wish 24 years ago that I had access to the Institute for Luxury Home Marketing because there's so much there that I, I was able to even pull out 24 years later, I've been doing this for five years with them. So even 20 years later that, that I would say to people that this is a good starting point, sort of a good basics umbrella for you in terms of real estate. But also, even as a veteran in real estate, there are so many things and so many agents that have been doing this for years and years and years that come back and say, gosh, I'm so glad that you reminded me of the basics. Right. So that's the real value there. Yeah, and I have been obviously with you guys a lot and uh, in your classes. And I, I'm always surprised as many, we wrote, we literally write the book, the manual. We print and wrote the book, um, not the content, but, you know, literally anyway. And I'm always surprised every time I'm in a class that I, I pick up something that I hadn't picked up, you know, in the last five years of seeing you guys as often as we do. So you and I met at the Luxury Institute five years ago. And, um, we started talking about marketing because the Luxury Institute is a certified luxury home marketing specialist. So Diane approached us about that same, maybe a little bit before that, about how do we get luxury marketing into the Luxury Institute? Because that's the name of the course. Um, and of course, Diane and I created a relationship a ways back, which is kind of a funny story. I met her in Austin, Texas at a, at a very large seminar. And she's, Diane is a sweetheart. Well, you know her. And she looks at me and she goes, why does everybody tell me I need to go to you? <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> but that's Diane. She's to the point. She's straight. And we, I just talked to her yesterday. We have such a great relationship. So you and I met, I guess, five years ago, and you started working with us in, in, uh, in our marketing. Can you explain or yeah, just highlight some of the things that we do for you and what it does, what it does for you? Right. I actually want to touch on something you just said. Your example, that interaction between you and Diane is the exact same interaction that we as, as real estate professionals, realtors, especially listing agents, want to have with our potential sellers, right? 
We want them to say, why should I go to you? And through that, we can convey that in our marketing. And I'm not sure that, that David, you and I actually said this to you in, in, at least in the last few years where I've seen the, the, the results of, yeah. of my marketing through you, that um, here's what I will tell you, is that in, in the, at that point in 20 years that I've been doing this, Either A, I never accepted the idea of, of farming or uh, personal marketing or consistent personal marketing, or I didn't believe in it, uh, or I didn't want to, which is really what most real estate agents do, is I didn't want to spend the money on it. 100%, 99% of the plan. But here's what I have completely discovered and, and realized and expressed and now share with really everyone that, that I speak to, especially when we do the trainings, is that the goal is to invest in your marketing. It's not about spending money in your marketing. It's about investing in your marketing. And then you'll begin to see the results. And I will tell you that uh, I have so many stories about the marketing that I do uh, through, through you that has brought me so many great results to the point where, so my, my, my lifetime partner, my fiance actually, it, it didn't believe in that like I didn't until he started to see the, because he's also my real estate partner. He saw the result. He started to see the results. And before, why are you spending so much money on that? To now, he says, I'll never question that again, right? And so um, I think the goal really is to get to this point sooner than 20 years or 10 years or five years, but more like a time frame of six months when you've got to really commit. And then you start seeing those results after a year. And then after that, it just keeps doubling and doubling and doubling that I will tell you every top agent that I know invests in marketing in big ways. And so, um, so that's what I've seen. Just that's my, my statement about, about marketing. Um, and I have several, I actually have a really good, uh, I don't know if you wanted me to, to tell you about that now, but I have a really good story about yeah. my farming uh, that yeah. I started with you. And you, you, you told me it was going to work. And I said, I'm going to try it. And now I've seen that it totally works. So here's kind of the story. Here's how it happened. So basically, David, you told me, you know, pick a farm and then you, you have to send high quality market reports to this farm area every single month, at least every single month. And I was like, all right, I'm into that. And you created some really great pieces. So what I did was I chose, because at that time I had switched from, from Berkshire Hathaway to Coal Banker. And uh, what I decided I would do for the first time in my whole entire real estate career was to choose an actual consistent farm area. And since the Coal Banker office here uh, sits right really on the, the front yard of both Vista Las Palmas and Old Las Palmas, which are two really wonderful, beautiful neighborhoods, uh, been around a long time here in Palm Springs, and certainly luxury uh, communities. And I said, you know what? We're going to target that area. And a lot of people ask me, why would you target an area where the, the dominant 
real estate agent in there has been working that neighborhood for 40 years. And I said, that's why. <laughs> because that person has been dominant for 40 years. And what I have learned is that to dominate, you've got to start somewhere. So let's go big. I said, if we're going to be investing this much into our marketing uh, in that farm area, we're going, to, we're going to target that market. And here's the real story is that when that first marketing piece went out, the first, the very first call that I had was from who? The, the longtime uh, agent. agent that worked in yep. that area. So I was like, oh, this is, this is good. This is really good. <laughs> if, if I have caught that person's attention, this is good. The very second call that I got was from one of her clients telling me what a beautiful piece that was and how smart it was to do that. And I knew right then, I said, this is, I haven't got a listing yet, it's too soon, but this is working. And the, the next call was, and this was probably one of the most important calls. The next call was, was from, uh, is from a homeowner who has an, a beautiful, beautiful property in this marketing area and probably worth about 11 million right now. And Here's his conversation was pretty basic. He says, Lucio, thank you very much for sending these every month. I know that a lot of us don't call at all to say anything about your marketing, but here's what I will tell you. He says, we all love it. We love what you're putting out and you're sharing relevant, good information. And I'm not interested in selling right now, but if I was, you'd be the first one I'd call. That was the real key to, to the farm area, the, the content, the, the way that that mailer looks every month, and a true testament to you, David, that what you told me five years ago was absolutely true to the point where now in one specific street, we've pretty much sold most of those houses on one section of one of those marketing areas. And they all say it. They all say it. We've been getting your mailers. And we've been keeping an eye on the market. And so it's working. So I, I thank right. you for that. I appreciate that. And now do you, you, I know you do our, our market reports, which is our signature product. I think we, think we did 880,000 of those last month alone, all across the US and Canada. You also do property brochures, just listed postcards. So that all of your marketing, I, I'm going to put words in your mouth, but all of your marketing or your branding is high quality and the same. So I can see your piece on one of your neighbor's tables and I don't even have to get close enough that I know it's you. And that's yeah. branding 101. Well, branding I really appreciate that and, and your insight. And I know that you, you're, you're a great advocate of what we do. What are some of the uh, biggest concerns of luxury homeowners? Well, I think right now, definitely it's, it's uh, communication is really important in terms of, of them, visibility. They want to know that who they are using is someone that is, is, is visible, knows their market, um, is able to have a, an important conversation with them at the most important times. Uh, I would say those are the main things right now, which is about understanding the market. It's really how you talk about the market, which is one of the reasons why I said it at the beginning. And uh, just knowing that the communication and visibility. And, you know, 24 years ago, when we talked about visibility, it had nothing to do with social media. I don't even think it had to do with websites back then, right? I mean, it, it was, was newspapers. It was newspapers. Yes. And so, um, which is funny. I just, I just 
asked someone the other day in our local newspaper, because it was the thing you had to advertise in there. Yep. Like they don't, even, they don't even have a section for that anymore. As a matter of fact, they're, they're, it's all online. And so things have shifted throughout the years. And what the consumer is looking for is that that real estate professional that understands the, the changes and the shifts in the marketplace, but really focuses on what their needs are. Yeah. And that's good. And that brings up an interesting point, which you've heard me speak about a, a bunch of times, and that is um, the internet. In Las Palmas and your other, those areas that you specialize in, you could be on the internet. And then what, what your hope is, is, is that one of those homeowners is thinking about selling, they go on the internet, they're going to find you over the 16,000 other people that are in there and try and get past the Redfins, the Zillows, the, all of those other people that are going to be ads in front of you. But every single month like clockwork, whether I'm thinking of selling or not now, you're in front of them. Now, my, I'm not thinking about selling right now, but all of a sudden there's a, a major life change. There might be uh, you know, an incident with family members. There might be a job change. I might want to scale down. I might have, here's why I'm selling one of my houses. I have a business opportunity that just came up and I want the cash to buy the business opportunity. And so I wasn't thinking about selling yesterday, but today I am. And who's, who's in front of me? And that, of course, that would be you. And, and again, I may not call you and say so, as everybody else says, but it's, it's a really interesting uh, point. Well, that's one of the reasons why, you know, when we talk about consistency is that, that, you know, divorces happen all the time. Deaths happen all the time. Um, job changes happen all the time. Like you just never know when that opportunity is going to come up. And so the, the importance of visibility is that when, even though someone's not thinking about it today, tomorrow they might be. And if they've been receiving your, your mailers, nice, clean mailers every month, they're going to think of you for sure. I think our last, yes, our last listing that we, we, um, we had, or actually currently have in our market area, uh, in our farm area, um, the conversation was this, David, I get the phone call. He says, I'm a homeowner in, in Vista Las Palmas. He says, I, I just want you to know. I already have an agent. I said, okay. But I get your mailers every month and I feel like I at least need to talk to you. I said, absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate it. When can I go? We were there later that afternoon. And uh, I didn't talk anything about the other agent. I talked everything about the property, the neighborhood and all that, as if there wasn't even another agent. And um, at the end of it, the way that I closed it was I said, so what? what draws you to the other agent? He said, well, I, I, I created a, a nice relationship at an open house. And I've been with him for 45 minutes at this point. And, and I said to him, I said, well, so have we created some sort of relationship, right? And so I, I brought that back in because I already knew that on paper, he knew I was a real estate professional and he knew I had sold everything around his house. And, uh, I kind of didn't even expect I was going to get it because I really thought, you know, he just had me there because he felt like he had to. And two days later, we get the call that he was going with us. So big portion of that was my visibility, how clean it looked, how how relevant it was. And uh, that that really did get me the listing. Well, congratulations on that. And um, you're, you're a true professional. And um, I, I just love your approach. And it's not this salesy kind of thing. It's just like, true and honest and heartfelt. And I think that 
that I don't think, I know that 99% of the time that's going to win in any situation in life, not even just real estate. All right, trick question, but I want you to be honest. <laughs> um, if you could only do one thing, but let me ask you a question. What else do you do other than the, our market report? We do, do a lot of- You do the property brochures, that's marketing. Yeah, by the way, the property brochure for everyone, um, what we do is when we get a new listing, uh, especially if it's close or within our farm area, is we send out a what, what we call property brochure. It's, it's an introduction to the listing. And the layout is very similar to our monthly market report, but this is all about the listing. It doesn't say anything about the, the area. It says everything about the listing. It's a great introduction. I showed that to uh, our last client as well. And I said, and if, you know, if we can get this listed right away, I can, I can send this out to the community. So, and we did and it looked beautiful, by the way. I think it was one of the best ones you guys have done. Um, which, by the way, I'm just going to plug it anyway. Your staff is awesome. I, they, without a doubt, we get busy and they hound me to make sure that I that I get my information in, uh, and without making me feel like like uh, I'm ignoring them. So that's good. Number one, but number two is, you 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 wanted to know what we're currently doing. We do a lot of social media, uh, and that's important and yep. become even more so important. Um, yep. But I would say that uh, of my favorite things and the things that I would never give up would be my our monthly uh, market report that we send to our farm. I think that that has, in the 24 years that I've been in business, that has more, the investment that I've put into that has, been, has more than paid for itself. As a matter of fact, I probably in the last five years have paid for all of my marketing in the last 24 years. So um, to me, that's really important. What's interesting is that it is print. Yep. It's print. It's yeah, not the online social media stuff. It's print. So. Yeah, and, and I think it's, um, it, it brings me to a, two things. One is, is your partner said to you early on that he didn't believe in it. And then he said, I'm not going to question, question you anymore. And I got to talk to your partner secretly and go back to him and say, here's what you should have said to Lucio. And you still can. <laughs> if you're making that much money marketing those two communities, why don't you expand? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> And it's so amazing. So I tell you, I tell this story, and you've heard me tell this story at seminars before. I said, in, a, in an audience of hundreds of people, I say, who mailed a just listed postcard and got a listing? And oh, somebody always raises their hand. And I said, how many did you mail? And they said, 300. I said, so you mailed 300 and you got a listing. What was the next thing you should have done? Mailed 3,000 the next day, right? <laughs> but interesting, right. we don't, in the industry, we don't, we get, we get We're wired by backwards. Our own, yeah, we, we're wired we backwards at, on that. Yeah, we get pigeonholed by our own industry because everybody else does it this way. Right. And if you stop thinking that way. And then it brings me to this other point you talked about when your first 20 some odd years, 24 years, is that you go to seminar and I was with Brad Inman at his, his uh, seminar or his big convention annually. And I was standing on the floor with Brad and I said, Brad, how many people in this room were here five years ago? Mm. He said, just you. How many people here were 10 years ago? None. I said, yeah, we've been at the conventions for 30 years. And what we've done, you don't have 880,000 pieces going every month because it doesn't work. And again, uh, but I'm going to say a lot of this is attributed to your professionalism. I can get that phone to ring for you, but you show up so professional, so humble. And that, that is the key. And I know that with all my clients, I'll leave you with, I don't, I don't want to, anyway, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, 
I do want to talk about the property brochures, though, and explain why that works, so the psychology behind it. I've spoken with Tony Robbins on stage uh, once in, in London, and one of the things he always says, if you don't understand the why, it's hard to make a change. So the market report every single month, that beautiful four-page market report. Do you have one, by the way? There it is, August. You want to open it up? So yeah, every single month, let's see the back. Yeah, and that's a listing that, that you have, obviously. Yeah, so every this single month, was... like clockwork, we send that out to uh, Vista Las Palmas. And what we're trying to portray to my audience or to the rest of you watching is, is that Lucio is a great uh, marketer of the neighborhood. By the way, the number one concern, and Lucio's hit on this a couple of times, the, the four top four concerns of a seller. Number one is neighborhood expert, which really equates to neighborhood knowledge. You don't have to have sold something. You just better know your neighborhood. Um, number two is communication, which you have touched on a bunch. And then you got into social media. Internet and uh, internet exposure, you know, well, like Coa Banker, all of the major companies have insane internet exposure, but a lot of times we think that everybody knows that and we don't spend enough time on it in a listing presentation. Um, and then, of course, so that's, those are the top three things that you've really hit on. And obviously, maybe not even knowing it. Okay, so back to the market report. The market report says Lucio does a great job marketing his community. What we're trying to create in the minds of the sellers is that he'll do a great job marketing your home. So what, a, I, and I don't sleep well at night. Most people know me, I'm like ADD is all get up. I should probably be an agent. And um, <laughs> but anyway, so in the middle of the night, I'm going, wait a second. We're leaving it up to the perception of the sellers, potential sellers, that Lucio would do a great job marketing the home. And I said, wait a second. Why don't we let Lucio skip his market report for budget reasons, if he wants to. He doesn't have to, but if he wants to, he can skip it and mail a property brochure. Because what's the real concern of a seller? What's in it for me, as we talked about earlier? So now this shows them that Lucio not only knows the neighborhood, does a professional job, keeps me well-informed. I want to know what my house is worth every single month. But not only that, but when he takes a listing, he actually goes way above and beyond. He's not putting out MLS printouts. As a matter of fact, in my personal opinion, anybody that prints an MLS printout should be fired. But that's just my personal opinion. <laughs> um, so great, great job on the market report. I just really, really wanted to touch on that. Um, is there any other advice you'd like to um, add to this? Oh, I'll, how about I just narrow it down? All right, perfect. Because <laughs> you know, Summary. I got tons of things to say. Um, you know, a good friend of mine told me a few years ago, he said the money's in the follow-up. And that really ties into communication a lot is that, you know, someone had said that to me 24 years ago in this business, like that would have helped me so much. The money is in the follow-up. You've got to follow up. You've got to follow up with everything. I mean, that's if you look back at all the business you didn't get for one reason or another, you know, part, part of it could have been follow-up. And so I always say that I think that confidence is critical in our business. Like you've got to be confident about who you are, what you do, how you're doing it, how you relay that in your marketing. Confidence and competence, we say in the Institute, is, you know, it's important. One of the most important things, right? You can be competent in a lot of things, but if you're just not confident in yourself to be able to, to do the job for your client, you're probably not going to get that business. So, or you're going to fail and they're going to move on. So confidence is important. Uh, the other thing that I would say is um, what other successful real estate professionals do and it's working for them. 
And here's one thing that I learned a long time ago is that there's nothing new in this business anymore. We're just all recreating things that have been done and sometimes going back to the simple basics. And so I would tell you that pay attention to who's working in your marketplace and what's working for them and then try and do it better. The one thing I would tell you about social media is that it doesn't mean just put yourself out on social media. It still has to have a, a, a really professional, good message. If I see a marketing piece or a social media post that um, where all you can see is a face and a bunch of writing and a, a hundred logos and a little piece of the house, to me, that's not good marketing. Good marketing is about your consistency in your brand, in about uh, relaying a, a, an important message, but drawing attention. And if you're not doing any of those things, people are either going to watch your videos for pure entertainment value, which is something that, that I do to a certain agent here in the community because they're, they're funny, but it doesn't make me want to work with them, right? So, um, so I think that that's another thing. You know, your presence on social media and your presence on, on print, it has to be top-notch, uh, stellar. And, uh, and you, just, you have to have accessibility. You got to be available around, whether it's in, in a certain market area or in your office. You've, you've got to have all those things, uh, whether you're new or an agent that's been doing this forever. Like it, There's nothing wrong with stay, taking a step back and analyzing your business and your brand to say, what can I add to this that's going to get me to that level that I want to be in? Man. Or you can call me and I'll do it for you. No, exactly. <laughs> At least. Lucio, all right, I'm, we're going to wrap this up, but I just want to follow up on a couple of things you said, and one was follow-up. And I think that what um, is so important, and I, you know what, it's interesting, I don't, I've never addressed this subject myself, which, you know, I've done thousands of seminars. I don't know that I've seen a lot of people do it either. But what came to me instantly, and maybe you can validate that, is, is that if I don't follow up with a certain client, but I still sell their house, but my follow-up wasn't all that great, I may not be missing another opportunity with that client, but what I'm probably missing is a couple of great referrals. Yeah, right? for and sure, think, 100%, 100%. Yeah, I think that's it. I always, I always tell my, uh, and you've heard me say this in seminars, is that I, I, in my 30 years, I've been single most of my life. I dated one agent and she showed up in her workout outfit to a friend's house for a listing appointment. And I lost it. I mean, absolutely lost it. I said, your friend knows you that you work out, but is she or he going to refer you to their boss in the fact that you just showed up in workout clothes rather than a beautiful suit, right? That you showed up to. And then, you, so I think what, that's another area where we're missing referrals is in our current friends and clients or sphere. Remember, those are the people that you actually want to impress the most. Like Lucy and I, you and I know each other around the desert. We have a beer, we play some pool, you know, and it's like, what do I think of you? You know, when I think of you, I think, hey, it's a great time, pool and beer. But what happens when you come over to list my house and you show up in a suit and a tie and, you, and you've got a full presentation? You're not, you're not just breezing through it because I know you. And right. I go, whoa, this guy really knows what he's doing. And the next couple of days, I, I'm impressed. And I happen to run across somebody who's looking to sell and bingo, there's your referral. Right. I'm right. going to leave with this one because it's a favorite of mine. And I've already told you once before I've I've had the honor of speaking with Tony Robbins on stage in London about business. And um, confidence is one of the things you said. And Tony will tell you his top two things. 
is clearly confidence. And one is posture. So if you don't have a lot of confidence, um, Brian Tracy 101, fake it till you make it. Right. <laughs> right, fake it till, and Brian is insanely good, but posture, you know, walk in confident, you know, and, and practice walking around with your shoulders back, not arrogant. Arrogance never wins, humility almost always does. Yeah. Um, and then the next one is language. So your language, so if your, your posture and then your language, your language has to be positive. Um, I don't care if half the neighborhood just burnt down. Talk about the other half that's still doing great. Okay. <laughs> right? So I really, really appreciate your time today. I know you're super busy. Um, more success. Tell your partner, I said, expand. Um, are you with Tom's office in the desert? But Tom, no, I'm in Palm Springs, but Tom is now um, looking after all the offices out here in the interim. Gotcha. We have, in, in your market, um, there are still a lot of great communities left, but we literally market 60 different communities in the desert. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with me because I, I actually talk you. about your program a lot. <laughs> I owe you dinner. And next time I'm out there, I'll, we'll hook up with you and your partner and my spouse and we'll have some like good time. Yeah. Well, you know, if I could just bookend this whole entire session today and, you know, you talk, you asked a question at the very, very beginning. And I, what I would say to everyone is that what we talked about at the beginning in terms of the market, the shift and how you, you communicate about it is that everything that we talked about today um, has to do with that first question. Right. So um, if it's a shift or if it's a change or if it's normal, our market today, everything that we talked about today applied before. It applies now. It's going to apply tomorrow. So good luck to everyone on, on their real estate careers. And thank you, David, very much. I appreciate it. Lucio, thank you. And I'm going to end with this. What you just said has been true for the entire 30 years I've been in the business. It right. has never changed. The only thing that's changed is the people at the convention trying to sell us things that have changed. Right. <laughs> exactly. Hello again, and thank you uh, for joining us at Real Marketing University. I just wanted to do a quick recap on the interview with Lucio. And one of the first things he talked about was the market returning to normal. I think that it is an insanely good opportunity right now for those agents that know what they're doing when it comes to marketing or can count on a marketing company such as ours to help them. It's going to eliminate all of the one-hit wonders that got listings just because houses you know, came on the market and, and, and got sold in one or two days. Now it's gonna take a little bit more effort and those agents that are smart in their marketing or have a good marketing company behind them are just gonna scream to the top. I've seen it in my 30 years, I've seen this four or five times where the markets have changed. One of our most successful years ever was 2009 and our agents just killed it as all the other agents were you know, just kind of falling off the wayside and stopped marketing. Anyway, it's just, it's a great, great, great idea. I think the other thing you talked about is the, the benefits of being with the Luxury Institute. You know, he is an instructor and it's really that the basics. I mean, I've sat through a lot of their courses. We, we print their books. It's absolutely amazing what you get from that course and sitting in there and then sitting in a listing presentation or even me just having a conversation with a luxury homeowner. My, my language has changed. And there's Tony Robbins 101. Language is everything, right? So I think that it's really, really important. And one of the things he did says is, is that working with real marketing helped to establish the why I would list with you versus someone else. So Lucio's constantly demonstrating to those homeowners that he's the go-to agent. Even though I love the little story he, story he told about the homeowner called him, had an agent, 
said, I've got an agent, but I got to talk to you because you're the guy that's in front of me all the time. And he ultimately got the listing. So I think that that's really, really strong and powerful. A couple more things here, and that's branding and consistency. So when Lucio does his market report and then he does a property brochure, he does a just listed postcard, his personal brochure. So his market report, his personal brochure, his property brochure, his just listed postcards, his just sold postcards, all look like Lucio's brand. He's, and, and here's the challenge we have. The first person that's gonna get tired of your brand is you, not the consumer. Do you think Coca-Cola is gonna change their logo anytime soon? Well, it hasn't happened in the last 127 years. Trust me, it's not going to, and they have more than enough money. Look at Apple. You think that's going away anytime soon? No, right? Because that's the brand that they want to promote. And so by having a marketing company that knows that and keeps him consistent, he doesn't have to worry about it. He can call order a just listed postcard, and he knows that it's going to look just like the rest of his marketing, and he keeps that consistency in the branding. He did say, which I thought was very interesting, the marketing he's done in the last five years has more than paid for all the other silly things he's tried in the last 25. So pretty, pretty crazy. He just got focused, right? He's not all over the place. He's not looking at, oh, let's try this magic bullet. Let's try this shiny object. You know, you go to a convention and you hear all these crazy ideas and everybody says sell one listing and you'll be fine. Lucio doesn't have to worry about it. He's selling more than enough listings and he doesn't have to pay for those silly things and end up after 24 years, as he expressed, with no business. Pretty crazy. And then finally, he says the money is in the follow-up. And I think that, again, we talked about the follow-up really is more about referrals. And everything we do here at Real Marketing is about getting more listings. We do nothing to get a house sold. We all know how houses get sold, right? You market it, you create really good marketing materials. When so a homeowner walks away with that piece and they've looked at five other houses and they've got one beautiful brochure and four MLS printouts, it makes that house look better and more appealing. So I think that that's really, really important. Um, and then, of course, the follow-up is about the referral business, as he said more than once. I think it's, it's something that's far overlooked. And what's going to happen here, and again, I've been doing this for 30 years. Here's what's going to happen. We've been in this market for the last almost two years where things just go on the market and sell. So the follow-up is really little to none, right? I mean, you, you took the listing, you got some photos, you went to print the brochure, and it sold. Never even printed the brochure. So the follow-up's gone. That's going to change. So we're going to have to dig back into our bag of tricks. I said, what do we say to these sellers every week or every other week, whatever you've decided is your follow-up, when the things are not selling? Uh, and there's a ton of good information out there about how to do those types of follow-ups and work with your sellers. Um, and the last thing I would say is don't lead with a price reduction. It seems to be everybody's lead on this type of scenario. And I'm going to go back to Greg Newman in downtown San Diego. When the market starts to change like this, you're also going to see a few more expireds come on. And when he calls it expireds, here's what he says. He goes, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, there's a lot of reasons your house didn't sell. And one of them is not price. And what does every other agent say? Oh, let's see if we can adjust the price properly. Or let's price your house properly. Anyway, just a little bit of tidbit there, a little bit of follow-up on Lucio. Um, just love him to death and thank him again for his time. And hopefully you got something from him. And if you see him at convention uh, and you, you got something from it, just shoot him a little thank you. Uh, make it a great day and I'll see you next time. This has been another episode of the Real Marketing University podcast, bringing you the new real estate success stories each and every month. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're interested in learning more about real marketing, please visit realmarketingforyou.com. 
That's real marketing, the number four, you.com. And if you haven't already, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe now on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We look forward to helping you on your journey and becoming the local neighborhood expert. Thanks for listening.